Tom Bernard Show with Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation. Hi. <laughs> What are you doing? Catherine Brandt. Kevin Pippen. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Trainer. What happened to you? Her brain just stopped. I just had a total brain fart. I will tell you, honest to God, I'm wearing, I'm wearing pants or shorts it's that used shorts. to fit. But they're about still maybe six, seven I'm sizes still, too big I'm now. I'm still in shock from your outfit. That's what it is. My boss, 87 and a half pounds. I got nine, five to go. That's my, it. My mind is boggled. We'll be right back. We have all kinds of stuff to talk about right back after this. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Uh-oh, it's somebody's birthday today. Yep. <laughs> Whose birthday is it? Bobby Plant. <laughs> There's another Bobby's birthday today, too. Bobby. Bobby Sansevier. Oh. Oh, that's right. He has, it, it's my grandma. It would have been her 99th birthday today. 99 a week. I like it. Works for me. It's a good song. I know. Okay. So we have many... Topics to cover today. Tony's back from his ride. How many miles you put on? Just under fourteen thousand, but I'm not done yet. I know you're not done, yeah, but yeah, I got I got a few more. uh, Because of breakdowns and some scheduling changes that had to take place, we skipped a couple of states that are going to be really easy for me to get. So I'll take like a five day weekend and go down to Arkansas and hit three more families in Missouri and one more in Wisconsin. One more in Wisconsin. One more in Wisconsin. And you're and good to go. Th- then it'll be done for this year, and we're already starting next year's ride plans. Are you really? Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Marvelous thing. Um, I'm asking everybody in the room this because I, I need an answer to this because it's really upsetting. It's psychotic, as a matter of uh, fact. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sounds ominous. Chicago. 23 shootings in 12 hours. Is Saint that Paul, a record, Minnesota. or is that kind of like? No, so the, 60, the 63 in two days was pretty, but was the high point. Yeah. 63 people shot in one weekend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, three more people shot in, in uh, St. Paul over the weekend. Some people shot in Minneapolis over the weekend. And I made this point, and I want to see if you agree with it or not. That Catherine should turn her ringer off on her phone. <laughs> that's what I'd heard. I, I agree with that. <laughs> but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's true or not. Um, we're in an era right now. We're in an era 
where we're all the same and everybody's exactly the same and everybody should be treated the same. And, of course, they're not. But that's the, the whole creed right now. My point is, if you treat everybody the same, then the really horribly bad people and the morons are going to run right over the rest of us. They just are. What? We are not the same. What are you talking about? I mean, as far as shootings, how does this tie what, in? Because of the lax, you know, for, first of all, there's no respect for law enforcement. Nobody cares about they, People, literally, you, cops tell me they pull somebody over now. As they're walking up to the, to the window, the guy or woman behind the, uh, behind the wheel, doesn't matter what race they are, whatever, they'll go, you can't, what are you bothering me for? They said it right to the cop. Why you bother me? Why'd you bother me? Pull me over. It's not how I feel when I see the Pope. No. <laughs> <laughs> People are doing things. People are saying things. People are out of control because there's no respect for authority anymore. Well, I don't know if there's no respect, but there is definitely very getting, little. Yeah. Well, there's no manners anymore either. There are no manners. No. People just don't have manners. People are just uh, doing their own thing. It's I'm really not, sad. I'm not sure it stops with authority. I think there's uh, lax oh, and respect for people in general. Mm-hmm. 100% true. I agree with that one 100%. Like I have no respect for Tyler. Well, that's fine because I don't have any respect for you. <laughs> so that's good. Two words right across the table. We sit at opposite ends yeah, of the table, just now. staring wow. each other down. Yeah, staring each other down. Exactly. Who's wow. going to blink first? Sad. No. So it starts in this room, is what we're saying. Yeah, it all starts <laughs> in this room. The disrespect. I picked a heck of a weekend room. to come back home. <laughs> have you heard this one? Oh, Andy, I need you to find me Reverend Al Sharpton making a reference to Aretha Franklin. Oh, I Uh-oh. saw that. Oh my is that true? God! Yes, it's what true. happened? Oh. Well, you have to hear it. You have to yeah, hear it. Yeah, you got to can't tell it. you what it is. Uh, did, I, did I hear that this morning? Yes. <clears throat> you got it? Yeah. I think, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Choked. He choked like a dog. Choked like a dog. Choked. This is, there we go. But the moment they deviate from their good behavior and failed to fetch, you He's publicly just talking about how Donald Trump is racist. Like a dog during right. our Senate testimony on the Russia investigation. And now Amarosa. That doesn't include all those outside. I thought her name was Omarosa, first of all. Now it's Amarosa. Like when you referred to black NFL players as sons of, well, female dogs. But I think sons you of bitches? might have learned a lesson. Who calls it, who calls it black people in the NFL sons of bitches? Back with oh, Trump did. Deal. Oh, he did? He did? Yeah. We're talking he about sons female canines. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You know what they say about payback? It's a real, well, you, I'm sure you know the word I'm thinking of. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, <sighs> show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> well, Sharpton isn't exactly a smart man. I think he added three extra letters. <laughs> <laughs> How many times in the past 45 years Lost have you heard this? Lost credibility a little bit right nope. there, huh? Boo-doo-doo. Little bit Boo-doo-doo. of credibility loss. Yeah. And, and does him stopping from swearing and saying, you know what I was going to say here, that yeah. doesn't make it any wor- or any better. No. Like, no. You might as well just say it that point. How did he spell respect? R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Incorrectly. Respect. Oh. Which is another racist yes. remark. <laughs> Apparently, hooked on phonics did not work for him. No. By the way, here's a man who still owes the IRS $5 million, and he gets invited to the White House for dinner all the time. How's that possible? He's making his payments. Yeah. Guys, he's making his payments. Maybe they're trying to grab his wallet. Zero interest 500 bucks a month. 500 a month for the rest of eternity. Uh, I just don't understand it. I don't Representative know. Representative Alcee Hastings, a Florida Democrat with a reputation for riling Republicans and weathering numerous controversies, entertained a crowd Sunday. And by the way, what he did used to be against the law. But obviously it's not anymore. He entertained a crowd Sunday with a joke about President Trump. The joke at a rally sponsored by uh, by 16 of South Florida's Broward County Democratic Clubs uh, revolved around the difference between a crisis and a catastrophe. A crisis, he said, is if Trump falls into the Potomac River in the nation's capital, according to an account in the Florida Sun Sentinel. A crisis is if Trump falls into the Potomac River. A catastrophe is if someone saves his ass. Mm. What are we doing? I don't know. So you would let the President of the United States... Look, I'm not a huge fan myself. I really wish he'd shut up. I do. Yeah. But you can't wish the President dead. No, you cannot do that. 
It used to be against law, but apparently it's not anymore. Well, they would take, yeah, if you had any type of threat right, or try to incite violence towards the president, you would get arrested or get investigated by the Secret Service and the FBI. Yeah. But that was back in the day, but not anymore. How would you ever go after every Twitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the whole problem. Well, then you, well, then you got it's not like, enough FBI agents. Yeah, then you got people like Madonna, who's at a women's rally, mm-hmm. throw, you know, inciting to blow up the White House. Well, then, yeah. Well, I didn't really mean it that way. Yeah, exactly. Madonna's Wait a crazy, though. You have to do that with an English accent if you're going to be Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> she married Guy Rich, you know. Oh, so she talked like this. <laughs> Everything's going marvelously. Thank you very much. Uh, you guy and I having a wonderful time. Yeah. You're from Detroit. I know. <laughs> Lammers is on. Lammers, you're from Detroit, too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm from the English side of Detroit. No, oh, that's what it is. Get rid of the gum. Yeah, that is really? that is interesting yeah. how she developed that English accent, and then once she develops the bath, so then it's back to, you know, whatever. It's a garbage can. Right I suppose. There. Does she speak normal again? I don't know. I haven't normal. talked to her Does she speak American again? <laughs> I, I haven't heard her voice in I, maybe ever, Including honestly. Singing. Luckily. I don't pay any attention to her. Like well, imagine. the last thing voice she is known for was turning 60 last week. <laughs> oh, wow. she oh. turned 60. She turned 60 on, uh, on the 16th. Hmm. Well, you know who else turned uh, 60 on the 16th was Angela Bassett. Really? My oh, wow. God, that woman does not age. No, she doesn't age no. at all. That's she very was true. in Mission Impossible, and I started watching that show 911. It's about the 911 operators. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a really good show. Is it? And, yeah. And she's on that. I'm like, this woman, she's a vampire or something. She doesn't age. She's yeah. so beautiful. And Black I'm people like, age very, very well. Oh, I mean, he did. Black don't crack. Let's hear right. it. Let's told, hear it. I know. I told my kids. I'm 47. I <laughs> I told my kids how old they're like, no, she's not. I said, yeah. She's Unbelievable. She's definitely had some work. You think so? I, I don't know. Some, she of, some of like this, you can see it there. Really? Yeah. I don't know. She's Is beautiful. Is it cracking? She all, beautiful. Well, mm-hmm. all celebrities pretty much have had some work if they... Yeah. It's yeah. pretty you much You know, the, to me, the telltale sign, though, is the Joker The Joker smile. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm what talking she, about. Yeah, yeah, she's always oh, handling She doesn't have a Joker smile, though, does she? No. Only I'm a Joker. I'm she's a Joker. good at hiding it, but, you know, that's pretty much inevitable, I think. You think she had a full-on facelift? I think they all have had full-on facelifts. Well, that's probably and then true, they just they, they have to learn how to smile so it doesn't show, I think. Okay. You know, I tell you, honestly, uh, God. Where's Ralph Basham when you need him? That whole whole, uh, black don't crack thing. Aisha Tyler might be one of the most beautiful women on earth. You know who that is? Nope. You don't know who Aisha Tyler is? I don't think so. Did you show Aisha? I-A-S-H-A. Aisha Tyler. She was comedian, and you know what I remember. First time I remember seeing her. Remember oh, that yeah. show with Jennifer Love Hewitt, where she was a ghost. Oh, it was ghost a ghost whisperer. whisperer yeah, it was. You mean the show where she was a ghost whisperer, the ghost whisperer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think that's what the name of the show was. I like she it. She played a ghost whisperer. She was a ghost whisperer. She was, she's ghost Lena and. Um, criminal Archer. Minds. She's in Criminal Minds too. Okay, I don't know who she is. Oh, yeah. she That's, was in Friends. That is a very Isn't pretty she woman. Ross's right girlfriend. There. Yes, for like she is. A couple oh, episodes. listen to Devin now. Oh, Tom introduced me to you. I just thought I'd give you a call. We've had her on a number of times. One of the nicest people on earth. She's nice as hell. I like that when people have a lot of talent. They're beautiful. They're very smart and nice. I mean, they got it all figured out. They got, they got, you know, they hit the home run already by being born, but they're actually grateful for life. I, I really enjoy that a lot. I do. Like Catherine. Kindred spirits like yeah. you, right? No, but like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking more like you. Right. Oh, she had to pay her ex $1.5 million Ooh, when they got single. divorced. She's newly single. Hmm. Are you coming hmm. up with a buck and a half? <laughs> Catherine has to come up with a buck and a half for me, too. I forgot to tell her that. Yeah, you'll be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be hanging out waiting, be, waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Am I? Checks in the mail. No, it's, it is. Now, Timmy. Yes. Box Office Mojo listed the number four movie fifth and the number five movie fourth. 
they, no, they tied at ten and a half million. But why would they put five in front of it? It's one, two, three, five, four. That's the way it was listed. <laughs> that is a good question. Why would you do that? That is that? a good question. Well, the weekend? Looking. Yeah. Yeah, you're I, right. It is one, two, three, five, four. One, two, three, five, four. Oh, yeah. because five and four are and, perfectly and it, tied. And the number know. five film, yeah, you're right. That's yeah, why. Yeah, it's just a typo. There's no wrong reason with the spreadsheet. Well, when they're perfectly tied like that, their algorithm gets confused. Apparently That's just a does. slight bug they need to fix. <laughs> I am medical then? Uh, no, because number four is Alpha and five is Mission Impossible. Yep. So I don't know how it's sorted after that. That's very strange. How did, um, how did Christopher Robin do? Not great. It's not doing well. Number six. <clears throat> number six. Oh. It is not doing well. Well, it's gross. I 66, it. 67. So it can't have cost that much to make. It says right on box well, office, Mojo, how much it costs to make. What Does is it? that? What is that when they... Not you, for it's this. It's animation. What is that? Are those like little robots running around? Oh, CGI. <laughs> how do CGI. they do that? That's expensive, isn't it? Uh, apparently not. Budget of $70 million. So it's almost made its money back. Uh, it has, if you count the entire world. <clears throat> and your mother busted me at the end of Christopher Robin. What did I do now? Because she looks over at me and goes, are you crying? And I went, no. No. <laughs> I was all teary. Just your allergies, right? It was just my allergies. Just in here. No, you went, no. No. <laughs> which, which meant yes. But when they... He was, he was overtaken by the power of poo. I was. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. Ewan McGregor was terrific in that movie. But all I could think of is... That must is, have been a hard role. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially to because I mean, what's he acting to when there's a little nothing. CG? There's nothing. From nothing. what I understand, they had uh, children holding up the oh. stuffed animals of the characters. That's smart because oh, usually, like, okay. he was in, talking to the characters okay. in stuffed animal form, like in the Jungle Book. And then they erased them and put in the CGI. In the Jungle Book, that kid was basically just. Jumping around on a green screen by Mowgli. himself the whole time. And Mowgli. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, anytime he was talking to something, he was talking to nothing. Yeah, that's hard. It's kind of like me yeah. on this show. Thank you very much, Casey. <laughs> 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 I'm learning my place from you. <laughs> learning your place. I'm learning yes. my place. Looks like the Meg may have been a mistake. Yeah, it's going to lose money. Budget of 130, gross of 80. Ooh, that's been out for three weeks, too, hasn't it? Two. But Two. that's doing well overseas. Oh, it's so, going yeah. You know, for whatever it's worth, I mean, the, the way they divide up the ticket oh, sales wow. overseas yeah. is different, though. Seventy-five percent. So, yeah, three hundred fourteen worldwide. Yep. So, oh my God! Big overseas hit. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I think they should broadcast the KQ Morning Show and this show overseas. We could make like three times more money. If they listen Well, to we it. kind of are with a podcast. With a podcast, you kind of are. It's true. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to get Timmy's take on whatever happened this weekend in the movies. Talk to Tony Price more about the Gold Star ride. And it continues, what do you think, a couple of weeks? plan is by the end of September. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm kind of tired now. So. I understand that. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? Why is it cool? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X check? I'm going to get it today. North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Wow. Soulfully now. This is courtesy of Tevin. I used to do that all the time. When I worked at KSTP back when I was a teenager and I would play like Aretha Franklin or whatever, let go. 15 KSTP, soulfully now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. People thought I was insane. Then you I, thought you were cool. <laughs> no, I knew I was cool. But I, I don't know what it was, but back then I wore pants that were too big for me. Did you? <clears throat> You're not going to get you? over this, are you? Those pants are horrendous. <laughs> I just wore them like two weeks ago and they semi-fit them, but oh, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible, man. I think I need to go through all your clothes. <laughs> it's time to get purge. rid of all of them, to tell you the truth. I think you I need a purge. 99% of them. Yeah. I need a purge. So, Timmy. Yes. So, what did you go see this weekend? Well, I generally try to avoid movies on the weekend since I'm seeing them during the well, week. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I, I am maybe not surprised. I think that the, the title, Crazy Rich Asians, is a great title. It's supposed to be good, And right? uh, clearly, and, 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 you know, it did really, really well. But Marky Mark did not. No, that I'm movie's concerned. a stiff. But it seems like his and Peter Berg's movies don't do that well. No, they don't. Which is sort that's of true. strange. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Deepwater Horizon, no. which they did together. That was a great movie. Really? And it just hit the wall. I, you know, maybe people don't want to see a movie about a, an oil spill or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, that's uh, true. Yeah, those, those are the two major releases last week. So I have a question for you. What country are the crazy rich Asians from? Asia. I didn't think I don't no, country. Asia's not a country. Okay. Based on their garb, I'm going to guess Korea, but let's you see. You think Korea? Because there's a great line. In, oh, first of all, they sing the song Money. Remember the song by the Beatles? And it was about who originally did Money again? The best things in life are free. Oh, no, not that uh, one. Oh, Singapore, Wait, like, I think. Oh, they're from Singapore? I think. Money, well, that's, that's what I want. Money, that's what oh. I want. And she sings it in. in which Asian language? What what do they speak in Singapore? The Chinese? Uh, they well, they speak Singlish primarily, but Singlish they do. Singlish, but um, Malay, Mandarin, they speak all sorts. So of she stuff. speak. It sounded like she was singing in Chinese, so I'll go with Mandarin. But she sings "Money, That's What I Want" in Mandarin, which is pretty funny. And then there's one guy in the movie comes up to his kid and he goes, "Finish your dinner." He goes, I'm not hungry. Yeah, well, think about all those starving children in America. <laughs> I real. see what they did very, there. Very, very funny. Well, I used to get that all the time at St. Joe's and St. Anne's. Oh, for Finish sure. your lunch. Well, what do you, why? I don't, I'm not hungry. Think about all the starving children in Africa. Mm. Yeah, like, there was always starving was always children Africa. in Africa. Yep. Yep. Your fault. <laughs> Just a quarter a day. Yep. <laughs> a quarter, that's right. It was a quarter a day in your mic box is what it was called back then. But in any case, I do want to see Crazy Rich Asians. It looks really funny. Uh, Christopher Robin. I can't even tell you why it made me tear up because I'd tear up again if I told you. But in any case, I loved it. I thought Ewan McGregor was just fantastic. There are a couple I still want to see, though. It's very cute. Yeah, it is. Well, I will tell you, I mean, and and you think that that Christopher Robin just would work for us, you know, people that grew up with Pooh and and everything like that. But my kids, uh, youngest being 13, I mean, everybody loved the movie. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you don't... Yeah, there's that. There's definitely that nostalgia factor that that comes yeah. into play when it comes to affecting us on an emotional level. But you have to admit, I mean, those those look like real stuff to, 
animals they do. talking. Mm-hmm. They do. There's no doubt. That's amazing job. CGI. I mean, you see great CGI all the time, but you know, to make something look like this 30-year-old stuffed animal, it, that's pretty remarkable. It is. Yeah, it I was, was really good. I was kind of wondering when we were watching the movie, because I was looking around the audience, and there weren't any little kids, which, I mean, I don't think there's enough music and craziness to keep a kid under six amused, but um, there were like maybe 10-year-olds. I was wondering yeah, if they I mean, maybe missed an opportunity to reintroduce Pooh to younger kids again. Mm-hmm. I don't well, I, and I definitely think it was made for for older audience members, you know, people, you know, the nostalgia crowd. Again, yeah. it wasn't a big budget movie, so I guess you could say they could take a risk in, in that regard and, and aim for that audience. But again, you're right, Catherine. I, I don't think a lot of little kids even mm-hmm. might not even know who Winnie, Winnie the Pooh is. Right. No, they and, don't. Uh, which is don't. sad because there are so many availabilities now with cartoons that... You know who who sees it? I mean, when we grew up, we had the three or four channels in the house, and that was it. Yep. And that's not the case anymore. That's what Catherine and I are. I watch, and then Catherine watched some of it. I've literally been going on Amazon Prime, watching TV shows from the fifties and sixties, and how different society is now it is unbelievable yeah women don't get slapped and punched nearly as much as they used to on nobody movies. got slapped or punched <laughs> in movies they and, did and all Fred the and time Winston don't smoke cigarettes either they don't that's smoke right. winston's anymore all that's very smoking. very true everybody's smoking <laughs> but honest women. to god but on the flip side we can say <laughs> words Simpler like pregnant <laughs> and we can say pregnant we can yeah. say pregnant couldn't, no, couldn't, couldn't do that in the 50s could not have no, uh, that's right. A married couple sleeping in the same bed. They had to sleep in twin beds. They, yeah, they had some bizarre ideas of things back then. You know, I do remember watching an episode of I Love Lucy, though, where they had a bedroom scene and there was only one bed in it. Really? But they were not in they were the not bed. In yeah, there uh, was a and controversial stuff right there. Oh, yeah. very. I still love the fact. Hey, that... getting back to to Christopher Robin. Now, when you think back to seeing Goodbye, Christopher Robin. I love it. Oh, Boy, yeah. But, yeah. Now you got to watch that film again. Yep. And see the influences there, but my God, it's a, it is really amazing to see those movies within a few days of each other. To see how somebody who brought such happiness to people's lives more or less had a, ris- a miserable life. And yeah. That, that's interesting story. I mean, I suggest if people haven't seen it because it was it didn't do anything in the theater. No. And I don't even know if you saw it in the theater. Did you see it on, yeah. on no, streaming or home video? No, we saw it at the theater. Oh, loved. did you really? I mean, Goodbye, Christopher Robin? Yeah, loved it. Oh, really? Wow, you're one of the few then. One of two yeah. people. Hey, at least it did better than that Kevin Spacey movie this weekend. you see that? No. Oh. Limited release. Ooh. It made $126. Oh. oh. <laughs> Apparently, they don't what? like when you uh, sexually assault little boys. $126 total for Thanks. all the theaters. That's... That must be the biggest Whoops. bomb ever. Um, you know what they're going to say, though? They're going to say because it was a VOD release. Also, right. They're going to yeah. say, well, you know, people just wanted to watch it in the comfort of their own homes. Or, <laughs> or not watch it at all, like me. You don't want to be seen watching a Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, really. <laughs> now, Tim, you ever interviewed Kevin Spacey? No. No, I, have. I haven't. I haven't. One have, of the you, big, you have, haven't you? One of the biggest pricks I've ever talked to in my life. Just a jerk. Very yeah. self-important, not a nice man at all. Well, that's the character he plays, yeah. so it's probably typecasting as much. I also pointed it out a, to him. Yeah, he's always played like a very arrogant, <laughs> jerk. Oh, he is arrogant. Guy. Overly yeah. arrogant character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just exactly what he's really like. He's very, he go. and Jeremy so he's not Piven. Acting. Ugh. <laughs> both of them. I hate both of them. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you who I did talk with last week, though, uh, was Martin Short. I love Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on a, a, a project now, uh, which I'll talk about later. But uh, it, it, um, it, it involves Martin Short, and um, and he was great. I mean, you know, he, he, he remembered the interview with you guys. Obviously, it was only like a couple of days later after yeah. what I you know brought up the KQ interview. And he said it was a great night out at Treasure Island, mm-hmm. perfect weather, and uh, loves the area. I think, well, he, he, they've been in Minnesota twice in the last year, haven't they? Yeah, I believe Him that's and true. Steve Martin. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And uh, you should point out, by the way, that Steve Martin hugged John Lassman and said, thanks so much for the interview on KQRS. It was a wonderful interview. But he didn't hang. 
Don't be hugging Lastman. <laughs> they were fantastic. I was That's what I heard. bawling I heard my eyes really... out in laughter. Really? Yes. They they're were very so, funny. They're so funny together. They're just, uh, they're kind of like the Smothers Brothers or, um, you know. I, well, yeah, I understand. You know, exactly. they just, they go hand in hand. And I think they. Well, if you can't. Get to, if you didn't get to the show, if you got Netflix, that special is on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, but it is. Right. And it's very funny. Oh, not, my God, it's funny. I couldn't believe that Martin Short didn't remember delivering that line as Jiminy Glick. He <laughs> did, totally forgot he delivered it. One of the great lines ever, Paul... Uh, Schaefer, yeah, the, the, the mm-hmm. musician, yeah. The, the band leader yeah. on Letterman. He's on the Jiminy Glick show. Jiminy Glick's a character, if you don't know, played by Martin Short. He's a very heavy set, kind of a really odd guy. But he's talking to Paul Schaefer, and Paul Schaefer takes a shot at his weight or something. And it's Martin Short, so naturally he's very thin himself. But he took a shot at the character. He goes, "I'm like, I think you're getting heftier, don't you think, Jiminy?" And Jiminy goes. Yeah, I'm checking you out. That alopecia is a tough road to hoe. <laughs> <laughs> a tough road. How do you forget delivering a line that funny? He does not remember doing it. Yeah, well, he he probably. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you got so funny. Close to a disaster. Cassie's saving the day over there. Once again, Cassie has to save the day. <laughs> Yeah, the show. I mean, some of the lines that they delivered at the show, it was just oh, yeah. phenomenal. And he even did the Jiminy Gluck thing. Oh, oh I love Jiminy Gluck. But he Glick. came out more as like a puppet. Oh, than what? Because he, he yeah. can't really put yeah. on the big suit. Oh. Was Steve was Steve holding him like a puppet? Mm-hmm. I saw uh, a, sl- a still picture of that. It was funny. It was very funny. Yeah, and then there's and a that is puppet. part of the Netflix special too. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, there's a lot of fun, just these little skit things that they do together, and they were like roasting each other on stage, and it's just hilarious. And then, so yeah, if, if obviously if you couldn't have gone to the show, check it out. I'm gonna watch it on Netflix. Oh yeah. Just to kind of yeah, compare the two. Idea. Yeah, in the in the in the uh, interview, I know it was either Steve or, or Martin or Marty, as he calls them. Um, Marty. They said that, that they they've updated the show, so there's half of its new material. So I, I'd be curious to know which. What, yeah. Did they did he do the the deal where he played? Uh, uh, it was a musical about Jesus's younger brother. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh God, that's hilarious. And you want to know it. what? It was so funny because Steve Martin, uh, Steve Martin came out, and I can't remember what it was that was when he was about to play the banjo, and then Martin Short left and then he came back and he's like top that mfr and walked <laughs> off stage <laughs> and it was just one of those things that was just so unexpected you you know and it was hilarious it oh god you guys next time if they come back you guys have to go yeah i love them both yeah. anyway I, I just i remember i was talking to steve martin about i saw him at the civic center what is would that be now 35 40 years ago Yes, Something like probably. that. 35, 40 years ago, Steve Martin. It was during that whole King Tut thing. Uh, so when was that? They because offered was, him a blender. He was very, very big. Yeah, and very it was hot. the 70s, the Let's Get Small album. Remember oh, okay, that? so it was the 70s. Yeah, so it was like probably 40 years ago. So he walks out, and there are 20 or 25,000 people in the arena. And some of them, I mean, he's in a st- on a stage in the middle of the theater, and the entire floor is sold out around him. So there are people up. They, they had to be 200 feet from him, yeah. right? He walks out on stage, and he looks around, looks both ways, reaches his pocket, and says, I'd now like to do my dime trick. <laughs> And he holds up a dime, and then he says, notice the date. (laughs) Very, very funny. And some of my favorite movies, especially with those two together, was Father of the Bride 1 and 2. Yeah, Yeah. those Those were good. Yeah, those are those feel-good family movies. Three Amigos. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Not... Not as good as Father of the Bride. Yeah, Father of the... And I love the movie, like, Parenthood, Cheaper by the Dozens. I don't know. I love Steve Martin, and I love Martin Short, so it was a great thing to go see. Yeah. You know, I was hesitant to bring it up because you... you, you, I'm sure they hear it all the time, but you have to just say, look, you know, my wife and I loved that um, uh, synchronized swimming bit on Saturday Night Live. With the the nose Which is one of the funniest Saturday Night Live short that they ever did. It was him and Chris Guest. 
and um, Harry Shearer. Where yes. they, and Martin couldn't swim. But he was part of the synchronized swimming team. <laughs> he can't swim and he wears a nose plug. It's phenomenal. Weren't they wearing like water wings too? Yep. Or yep. Something? He was wearing yeah. water wings. That's exactly right. He was wearing water wings. Very, very funny. I, I don't know. That, those guys, first of all, Christopher Guest is one of the most underrated comedians of all time because a lot of people don't even know who the hell he is. But he's. Uh, He's the one who played uh, Corky in, uh, oh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Waiting for Guffman. Waiting yeah, for Guffman. So. Phenomenal I'm character. I'm just going to bite my pillow. I'm just going to bite my pillow. If that's the way it is, well, then I hate you and I hate your ass face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's fantastic. Those guys were so good. Harry Shearer, we just had him on, but he was in character the whole time. As uh, Derek, right? Derek Smalls? As Derek Smalls. He was in character the whole time, and he was really funny. But he just, yeah, those guys, I wish they were still around a lot more than they are. They're still around, but not as much as they used to be. You throw Billy Crystal in there on Saturday Night Live, too. It was, yeah. what a crew. My God. Was he doing anything? And that might have been the best year. Because they, yeah, did, they brought those guys aboard because they were established and in order uh, to sort of revive things. Because yeah. the year before was so terrible, they basically fired everybody right including people like robert downey jr yep. um and uh, who was obviously not as well known then but yeah they brought aboard uh, billy and martin and my god who well probably harry and who else but it was a great year it was a really really good year you're probably right one of the best one of the best uh, episodes, or seasons excuse me of all times on that show we gotta take a break we'll be right back two minutes tom bernard show John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver a king turn. He was a young man, he never thought he'd see. People stayed in line to see the boy king. How'd you get so funky? How'd you get so funky? Well, I just yeah, think okay. it's great because he takes something like king, the monkey. You can take something like a subject of King Tut and make it just so ridiculous. Like, there's no point to it, but it's just funny, you know? Yeah. That was actually quite contemporary when he did it, though, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it that King well, Tut was on tour through yeah, the United yeah. States yeah, at the time that he did it? Oh, yeah. That's a big thing. But, like, who would have thought that a comedic song would come out of King Tut? Exactly. You know? <laughs> Joe McFadden, who was the branch manager at Capitol Records, so we had to be talking 1979, 80 when that happened. That was about 1980, wasn't mm-hmm. it? 79, yeah. maybe? It was before I was born. Uh... No, it couldn't have been 80 because I knew you in 80. So it was either 78 or 79. And I was I was going out with this woman to dinner with the McFaddens. And Joe says, so where are you from? And she said, Aberdeen, South Dakota. And he goes, isn't that where the King Tut exhibit is now? <laughs> Joe McFadden was very funny. He was a very... One other quick story. I know you guys don't know who it is, but picture this very large Irish guy. He's a very big guy. Looks like a boxer. He looks like a boxer. Yeah, he looked at because, you know, he had the kind of broken nose and the whole deal. Great guy. <laughs> we pull in to go to uh, a show at the Guthrie. And when we pull into the ramp, it's really sunny outside. It's a, the, the matinee. And you get in there, and it's and it's dark. You can't see anything because your eyes are so used to all that light. Now you can't see anything. So I said, well, there's a parking spot right there. So he pulls in. <laughs> And we're getting out and we're leaving this woman who is pretty haggard looking. She was about the same size as Joe. 
only it was pretty much fat. <laughs> but she had this scraggly gray hair, and she had she had a lot of problems. Let me put it that way. And she started screaming at Joe, going, "What are you blind?" And Joe goes, "What? What are you talking about?" Goes, Look at this sign. Are you stupid? Or are you blind? Or what's the problem with you? And he goes, "I don't. What are you talking about?" He goes, "That's a handicap stall. You just pulled in. You didn't see it." And he goes, "I'm sorry. My vision wasn't great because it was so bright out and it's dark in here, and I didn't see it. I apologize." Yeah, well, why don't you think next time? Good God. Like I said, you're either blind or you're stupid. And Joe, you could tell he was getting really pissed off being called names. He goes, okay, thanks a lot, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Really cold, man. Really cold. But So, Timmy, what's on the docket for upcoming? What are you going to see this week in Dream Lounger Comfort? (laughs) I tell you what, I am so excited for this. The only reason I'm a little leery is because it's coming out so late in August, which usually isn't a good sign, but it's a movie called The Happy Time Murders. And uh, basically, it's a hard R uh, version of the down and out Muppets (laughs) and uh, Melissa McCarthy. Um, All these Muppets from a former TV uh, hit TV show that are now out of work are turning up dead. So <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is a human uh, detective, and she partners with a Muppet-like detective to investigate these murders. And the Red Band trailers, I'm telling you, you're talking about really filthy stuff here. So really? I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's coming out this week. What's the name of it? The Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders. We still yeah, have... check out a Red Band trailer because it's it's no holds barred. I mean, it's really funny stuff. What is a Red Band trailer? That's uh, basically an unrated trailer. So you get the Effenheimers, you get the blood, the violence, whatever. Oh, the good is it yeah. named so after Brian unre- Redman? Unrestricted trailers. <laughs> My, you know Brian Redman, yeah. don't you? Is it named after him? He's I on the no Joe idea. Rogan show. <laughs> I don't know. He 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 could he, he could drop the f bomb quite a bit. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's named after Brian Redband. <laughs> nice guy. Uh, so that's coming out. What else is that? Yeah, the end of August is not a good time because everybody's going back to no, school. No, it's, yeah. it's not. And there are really after that the the next week there's really nothing huge opening. So um, my big um, uh, the, the, you know the big movie for me anyway coming up after Happy Time Murders is The Nun on the, the first weekend of September, and that is the character that was in The Conjuring 2, and she appeared a little bit in Annabelle, that white-faced nun that was in the painting that came to life. Yeah. So there's a, there's a solo movie of The Nun uh, coming out. And, and I think Warner Brothers has it figured out, because it was such of a huge opener last year, the first weekend of September, that now they're staking claim to that weekend every year. So this year we're going to have, on next September, we're going to have It Part 2. So, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that one coming out. God, I just saw something. You reminded me of something from way back in the day. And you have to remember, I'm repeating what the guy said. I didn't say it, so don't get mad at me. But it was at a Halloween party like 40 years ago. I'm at the Halloween party, and this guy shows up, and he's dressed as Charlie Chan who, by the way, was a white guy in all the movies, Mm -hmm. but he played an Asian guy, right? So this guy's dressed up like Charlie Chan, and the woman with him is dressed up like a nun, and she has a pan with a wooden pork chop in it. And I said, what are you supposed to be? And he says, the frying nun. (laughs) I mean, that's a long way to go for one-line delivery. Lord of the The frying frying nun. (laughs) (laughs) See, Tony Lovett. Tony thinks it's very funny. You'd have to see it, though. It was a lot, you know. Nowadays, I don't think you get away with it. The the Charlie Chan part, you're not getting away with that anymore. But uh, who knows? I don't know. You can't at a house party with no cell phones allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what you went to Marty's? Those are common, right? Right. You went to Marty's that one year where he had like popcorn with needles and pins. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And all this candy that already contained like screws and broken glass yeah, and the potato chips. Yeah, that was during the height of the candy scares. <laughs> it was, yeah. You know that stuff really never happened. What? Really? Yeah, not kids, real. I don't think any kid ever died. No from... kid ever died from being poisoned by Halloween candy. They made that whole thing up. Oh, Nobody spray. ever bit into an apple with a razor blade in it. Oh, God. 
God, that, that'd be a little, that was the first yeah, Halloween the scare first that I heard. Yeah. Yeah, the, oh, the, somebody bit into an apple with a razor blade, blade in it. Couldn't you see there's already a crease in the apple, though? It's dark. Are you, you grabbing the apple when you're walking away from the house? Ah, an apple. Wow, well, and who gave away apples? Yeah, I was say, what house is giving away apples? It was sad because I Did you not trick-or-treat in the 70s? No, you did not. You know, when I was 12 trick-or-treating, I came home with more apples than anything else. Really? Oh. Well, apparently... In a healthy neighborhood. Rural area. Oh. Parents, in a couple cases, spread those stories to cover up murdering their kids. Murdering their kid. Yeah, the guy murdered his own kid. So yes. that's how it all started. I did not. He murdered know his this. own child. Wow. Yep. So all those popcorn balls that I threw away because they were homemade, I could have eaten all of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, you could have given them to the frying nun. <laughs> I wouldn't have been dead. <laughs> that is a great. You gotta admit that is a great deal of work for a one-line joke, man. I mean, well, it's a, it's a good one line. <laughs> it's really funny. funny. Oh. But what the hell? It all works out in the end. So we, um, yeah, we've been watching a lot of '50s and '60s sitcom. I love the fact that uh, that uh, June Cleaver well, wore watching them. pearls, uh, a ball gown, and high heels to make dinner and to do the laundry. Well, not really a ball gown. <laughs> Actually, one one show that Dave and I are watching right now, we're just he's he's on this kick. Uh, we're watching the Andy Griffith show. Love the Andy and Griffith, and the kids yeah. love it too. It's a phenomenal show. Yeah, we just have yeah we sit down and have like especially like my six year old and my fourteen year old. They like to watch it and they just sit there and they laugh. They like the fact that Barney only gets one bullet. <laughs> <laughs> he got one bullet. That's I know. It. You go every time he's like, "Where's my bullet?" Where's my bullet? Yes. He couldn't load his gun. Andy the, wouldn't let him load the gun. He had the best facial expressions. Yes. Fantastic. He could just have comedy. Just by doing facial expressions mm-hmm. would make you, make me laugh. Don really Knotts. Mm-hmm. What a great character. Don, but Andy Griffith, he was a guy who was not very pleasant. No. Don Knotts was well, a nice guy, but Andy Griffith. Well, you know what, Tim? You probably interviewed him. No, no, I didn't. But my wife actually read the book. Um, I get books sent from right. know, whoever sure. for uh, you know uh, editorial consideration. And my wife read, a, 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 I don't know what you call a biography or unauthorized or what. Probably was unauthorized. It's called Andy and Don, and they uh, didn't come off as clean cut as you would no. hope them hope they would in no, the book. True. And she said she wishes she wouldn't have read it. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. None of those aw shucks, gee whiz people are yeah, what they look like, that's true. I think. Well, I know. Well, then knowing the story, how Aunt B and, and Andy Griffith oh, yeah. did not get along. Not at all. Francis but, Bouvier. Yeah. But we just watched an episode where um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barney Fife's, uh accidentally like apprehended this felon that was on the run. Mm-hmm. Like he went to go give him a ticket yeah, for yeah. littering, and yeah. he had a little. They like fell over one another, and their legs were all intertwined. And he's just like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "You apprehended a criminal." And he's like, and so he's like this hero. Of course, and, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just one of those real funny episodes. What was his greatest line ever? Don Knotts said the greatest line ever in the history of television. That what? Uh, Andy was ordering new uniforms for the police department, which is, of course, him and Don Knotts. <laughs> So he goes, hey, Barn, I'm ordering the new uniforms. I need some information from you. Yeah, whatever you need, Andy. Mm -hmm. How much do you weigh? He goes, ah, you know, how much do I weigh? 140, 140 and a quarter. I'm up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Four ounces. I'm up and down four ounces. Yeah, they had a lot of funny lines on that show. Um, There was a, oh, yeah, because there was something about uh, marshals or something were coming into town. And he's like, well, we don't want people because they were talking about don't say that we have doilies and stuff in the jail cells because they try and make it very homey for their prisoners. He's like, well, we don't want anyone else stealing our decor. And I'm just like, (laughs) what other jail is going to have doilies and and fluffy pillows? And oh, God. And the key to the cell hanging right outside the cell door. Oh, yeah. You just reach around and grab it. Oh, yeah. The drunk used to let himself in and out. What was the name of that guy? Otis Otis. Otis. Otis the drunk. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It is and great no, stuff. And no, Tavany was not African American. I was going to say. Well, <laughs> we already said he was in jail. And his name was Otis. Wrongly, that's right. I can feel the heat coming off when you said Otis. <laughs> well, you think it's funny when Otis goes to I've jail, do you? the show, but I have a feeling. <laughs> nope, he's a white guy. Otis was, a, was an old, he's like a grandpa. An old white guy. Yeah. But it was very funny because he, he would lock himself in and then unlock the cell and leave in the morning. just get too yeah. drunk and just go to jail <laughs> and, he and had go like home. The, he had a comb over, but it was just like a couple strands of hair yeah, of not comb good. over. Okay, so yeah, it would yeah, hang yeah. over here on his head when he was drunk. So you <laughs> knew wasn't... when he was drunk, he had the hair hanging down. Didn't we have <laughs> Don Knotts' daughter yes. on who wrote a book yep. about him and that he kind of had a hard life too? Tough road to hoe. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the fact that he had a what lot of success on TV. Yeah, I was trying Can't to think about that. Was, on, yeah. yeah. I love all those people, like Kitty Bruce. When Kitty Bruce comes on the show, I absolutely love Lenny Bruce's daughter. I'm trying to think. This was Very a while cool. ago that book came out. God, that guy was whacked. He was a total whack. Lenny job. Bruce? Yeah. Yeah. He was very funny. <laughs> but, I mean, he did an entire 10 minutes one time on stage in New York asking the audience if they ever peed in the sink. He did 10 minutes on peeing in the sink. Well, did you? Like, <laughs> well, let's be honest. Did you or did you not? I just want, yeah, it's... Do you think... Tevin, you were in the business for a number of years. Do you think comedy is really hard to do now because everybody's so touchy? Yeah, I think so. If you do, if you're worried about not offending people then you'll just spin your wheels and it's probably pretty difficult but God. if you go up there and just are yourself and are authentic then yeah that's true it's yeah. still hard just from being on stage and the talent wise but i don't think if you're trying not to offend people that's impossible like who's the hot comedian i'm trying to think of who the hot comedian is right now because it was you know dave Chappelle, and, and Chappelle still pops up once in a while he just did a couple specials but he doesn't do that much touring yeah once in a while he still does i mean yeah for touring like kevin hart is probably the one of the more popular so, ones russell yeah. russell peters for is he international po- is he positive uh, is he popular in america now because it's the only Peters. place he wasn't popular. No, I mean, he's probably a little bit more popular, but Joe Coy, I think, just won uh, like Joe Comedian Coy. of the Year up at Just for Last Festival. Mm. I love Joe Coy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Really good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He used to come in the studio all the time. Yeah. You he used know, to come through Minneapolis. Indeed. So, yeah, I just, I was trying to think, of, because it was, uh, what's his face? Louis C.K., but then that mm-hmm. whole whack and a mole thing came up. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Burr is another. Bill Burr's big, big game. Yeah, that's true. So Bill Burr just gets up there and talks about whatever he's going to talk about, and if you know you don't like it too bad, then yeah. don't come and see me. Which I think is very brave, and he is a really hardworking, good guy too. So you got to hand it to. I like people who work their ass off and are decent to other people. That's a nice thing. You know what I mean? So that's Tim, cool. any closing words? Well, I was just going to say, Bill Burr, I mean, what's amazing about him, he, he pops up in movies once in a while in straight roles. Yeah. You know, dra- dramatic roles. He's really, really good. I mean, he he's is. a good actor, yet he doesn't pursue that avenue, really. It's mostly, and he has a podcast, too, I think. And, yeah. and again, he oh, lets it all loose brilliant. in his podcast. Yeah. He does. I remember one of the best things he ever did, Bill Burr, was he started riffing on, uh, what's the name of that, that uh, this strawberries you send to people like the sherry's berries sherry's berries that's yeah, exactly I, what it is yeah. he riffed on sherry's berries sherry's berries what the hell is <laughs> yeah that's how they became very popular it is he yep. made the whole, he also yeah. <laughs> where he's i think they sponsor about... the show his show yep. now too or they, yeah, they did do. at one point they, they did. did didn't he kind of like go off on scientology saying oh, like yeah. oh yeah when he was saying about how uh L. Ron Hubbard. I mean, you guys are following a leader that has a social security number. And well, plus, the fact he wears a skipper hat. Why is he always got a skipper hat? It's <laughs> from Gilligan's Island. I know. So, so L. Ron Hubbard is now Gilligan, or is the skipper? Maybe the skipper. Yeah. Yeah, he would be the skipper. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back for hour two. Tom Bernard show.